Welcome to Coffee with a Doc, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer, a practicing chiropractor with over 30 years experience helping people just like you with natural, holistic healthcare and lifestyle change. Dr. Schaefer is the creator of The Vibrant Lifestyle, a wellness program designed around six fundamental principles that when applied to your life will result in remarkable changes. Again, welcome to Coffee with a Doc, and here's Dr. Schaefer. Last week, I finished up with an overview of the six principles of my vibrant lifestyle. Proper exercise, proper nutrition, proper rest, proper mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being, proper structure, and purging and eliminating toxins. I've also covered a couple other episodes in there, a Purpose to Life in episode number three, and I had an opportunity to interview Allison Alexander in episode number four on Essential Lifestyle. I'm going to start working through on, on a weekly basis now uh, the six principles, giving more and more detail to topics that fall under each of these principles. Periodically, I'm going to cover a topic that uh, may not fall specifically into the six principles, but maybe it's a, a currently trending type issue and, and something I really feel that needs to be covered. But today, uh, we're going to cover a topic that's uh, near and dear to my heart that I uh, constantly am going over in my chiropractic practice, and that is proper posture. I think it's really a foundational issue that we need to focus on, whether we're exercising, uh, sitting at our desk most of the day, whether we're sleeping, traveling, whatever we're really doing, you need to focus on proper posture. When you're exercising, uh, if you have poor posture, you might be helping one area of your body, but that poor posture is creating an issue in another area. Poor posture can also be a causative factor in lower back pain, middle back pain, that hunchback syndrome that we see in some of our elderly, or what I call becoming a carpet inspector. Uh, neck pain can also be an issue related to poor posture, headaches, and even a variety of internal conditions can be related to poor posture. So as you can see, poor posture is really, really important. Today I'm going to define what proper posture is uh, from several different perspectives tell you some problems that uh, poor posture can cause both in the short term and long term and give some suggestions on and maneuvers that uh, you can do to help improve your posture. Well, proper posture is important. Whatever position that you're in, as I've mentioned, sitting, standing, walking, lying down, etc. Let me give you a a simple example uh, of what I'm talking about and why uh, this is so important. But proper posture is really spreading stress over a larger area or the largest area possible. There is stress associated with everything that we do. The reverse of this, which is poor posture, concentrates stress into a much smaller area and that's really what the problem with poor posture is. Let me give you a, a simple example here. Suppose I have a scenario where I'm going to put pressure on one of your arms, let's say uh, about 10 pounds of pressure. In one scenario, I'm going to use an open palm of my hand to apply that pressure. In the other scenario, I'm going to apply that pressure by sharpening up a pencil and, and putting that pencil point up against your arm and apply that same 10 pounds of pressure. Which one of those two scenarios has the potential to cause a problem? Well, obviously, uh, putting the pencil up against your arm and applying that 10 pounds of pressure. Well, that's really what poor posture does. It focuses pressure or stress in a single area versus good posture spreads that pressure over a larger area so that it does not cause a problem. You may not realize it, but mom was right. 
when she was always telling us to stand up and sit up straight and stop slouching. Well, today's generation, uh, this has become a big problem because what are they doing all the time? They're looking down at their phone or their iPad. So it's becoming a bigger and bigger issue. What are the effects of uh, poor posture? As I mentioned, poor posture can result in concentration of stress on any given area of your anatomy or body. Additionally, when you're slouching over, your body's actually working harder. It's constantly trying to straighten up. Remember that uh, neurologic mechanism that we talked about in one of the previous, previous podcasts? Now, there's built-in protective mechanisms. There's sensory receptors throughout our body that tell our brain what's going on. So when we are in poor posture, our brain is receiving those signals and sending signals to postural muscles, tightening them up, trying to get us to straighten up. Therefore, poor posture burns a lot more energy. Your body is working a lot harder when you have poor posture than when you have good posture. Let me exaggerate this example a little bit. Let's say that I ask you to stand in one position for 30 minutes or so. Would it be easier to stand in that position if you were standing up nice and straight or if you were bent over at the waist at about a 45 degree angle for 30 minutes? Well, standing up straight, obviously, would be the easier way to do that. If you stayed bent over for 30 minutes, your lower back would start burning. Um, the muscles in that area would tighten up. Your back would be killing you. And that's exactly what's happening when you have poor posture. Poor posture puts concentrated stress on the joints and muscles of your back and neck. This will tire and weaken those muscles, uh, place stress on the joints of your spine. This can lead to degenerative joint disease, arthritis, pinched nerves, and a slew of other spinal-related issues. I see this all the time in my chiropractic practice. I remember reading a study uh, that was conducted a number of years ago where they actually did autopsies on individuals who had died from a variety of different conditions, uh, heart disease, liver disease, kidney failure, etc. Uh, one thing they noticed was in a high percentage of those cases was that the nerves going to the organ that failed, that actually caused their death, that those nerves were very unhealthy. The nerves were traced back to the spine, and lo and behold, in those spinal areas, the spine was very unhealthy, very degenerative and worn out. Well, spinal regions become unhealthy and degenerated after years of concentrated stress. You guessed it. That's exactly what chronic poor posture causes. Well, I'm sure you've seen folks, as they get older, uh, they get that hunchback look all the time. I call this being a carpet inspector because they're always looking down, inspecting the carpet, so to speak. Most of the time, that starts out from chronic poor posture. The intervertebral disc, which are little pads in between the vertebrae in your spine, in that middle back area or thoracic spine, they start to wear out. This leads to degenerative joint disease, and many times, uh, moderate to mild compression fractures of the vertebral bodies in that region. Once this process starts, it's very difficult to stop. Therefore, it becomes a chronic progressive issue. You really don't want this to happen to you. In addition to back and neck issues, poor posture can contribute to poor circulation, digestive issues, headaches, heart disease, fatigue, poor sleep, jaw pain, breathing issues, shoulder pain, and several studies even indicate that certain types of poor posture can negatively impact your sexual function. Well, how in the world can all of these issues be impacted by poor posture? It all falls back on how the human body was created. Things are designed to work best 
when they're in proper alignment in your musculoskeletal system and internal organs. This is principle number five, proper structure. Everything needs to be aligned and working properly. Our lungs can expand fully, allowing complete oxygenation of blood that comes into lungs only when we have proper posture. Our digestive tract and circulatory vessels also are compromised when we have poor posture. Poor posture puts uh, your head and neck in a bad position. Pressure on delicate nerves can result, causing headaches and other issues. Poor posture can also put pressure on these delicate nerves in other areas of your spine, which can contribute to a wide variety of other health issues. So, mom was right. Stop slouching. It's really bad for you. I mentioned that poor posture is not just when we're standing up, but it's also when we're sitting and lying down as well. Proper posture is when our body is working most efficiently in whatever position we are in. So let's take a quick look at what it looks like. And this will be a little more difficult since we have no pictures here on this podcast. Uh, but when we are standing up, and if you stand up in your normal position, what should you be focus on, focusing on? If you're standing up in your normal posture, back up against the nearest wall. So just stand your normal stance and then slowly back up against the closest wall. Your heels should be fairly close uh, to the wall. Uh, your shoulder blades should be just touching the wall. And there shouldn't be much space between your lower back and the wall. So that should be barely touching. And here's the biggie. The back of your head should be touching the wall. So try this when you get a chance. I think you might be uh, surprised. Even if you think you have great posture, you might find out that the back of your head is not coming close to the wall. How about when you're sitting? There's a little unknown rule that I call the 90-90-90 rule that may help you a little bit. Um, your knees should be at 90 degrees with your feet just touching the floor. Your thighs uh, or the upper part of your leg and your lower back should be at a 90 degree angle as well. And your upper back should be vertical in the same position when we kind of backed up against the wall. If you're using a, a keyboard like most of us do when we're sitting at our desk, our elbows should be at 90 degrees. Now, I'm the worst person to uh, take furniture shopping because all these uh, sales people uh, seem to think the soft, cushy couches and chairs are the best and they're the most comfortable. And I sit down in some of those ones they recommend and I, I stand up and I go, this is trash. I wouldn't buy this or put this in my home ever. And they kind of look at me very peculiarly and my wife kind of wants to turn away and walk the other way. Uh, but uh, those types of chairs, uh, while they might feel good for a moment, uh, they're not going to support your spine properly, going to cause some postural issues. Let me address those of you who sit at a computer and take a look at that 90-90-90 rule uh, a little bit more. We need to also look at you know, where your monitor is at for your computer. It should be directly in front of your face. When your head is held up and in a good posture, it should be straight ahead of you, not off to either side, and your head should not have to look down at the monitor. So if you're using a laptop, this becomes a much more difficult situation. I recommend putting the laptop up on the top of your desk so that the screen is right in front of your face. Now, what about the keyboard? That's going to be in the wrong position because you're going to have to elevate your, your upper arm and your shoulders are going to have to come up a little bit to get to the keyboard. So I re recommend getting a detachable keyboard they have those that are wireless or sometimes they can plug into the side of your laptop 
and this will allow you to put the keyboard where your elbows can be at 90 degrees, your arms can be hanging down at your side, and your elbows at 90 degrees. So you can typically uh, work the keyboard without putting stress on the carpal tunnel area or in your upper back. Unfortunately, uh, laptop computers are not very ergonomically friendly. If you just sit the laptop on your lap, then you're going to be looking down at the screen. So you got to modify it if you utilize a laptop very much during the course of any given day. Uh, your workstation setup is also very important and your chair is very important. The newer chairs today uh, typically have a lot more adjustability to them which allow you to adjust the chair to your body size and shape. Uh, workstations also tend to have a lot more adjustability to them today but it's real important to be able to maintain that 90-90-90 angles in the sitting position at your workstation. It's amazing how just a few inches one way or another can make a huge difference in your stress on your body. I've, I've talked to a number of patients over the years. We had to make some little minor adjustments, but they made a big difference in how they felt at the end of the day. Uh, lastly, how about when we're lying down? Well, we should take that standing posture that we talked about when we kind of backed ourselves up against the wall, and that's the same position that we should be in when we're lying down at night to sleep. I prefer lying on my back, and I still think this is the best position, but not everyone can do that. Uh, you should have a small cervical pillow that supports your neck without elevating your head off the mattress very much. You know, that will put your neck in an awkward position. If you're looking down at a at an iPhone all day long or an iPad, that's the position your head is in if you have a large pillow. Well, that's not the position you want to be in all night long. For those of you who can't sleep on your back, uh, the side position works. Again, you should have a cervical pillow that kind of helps your neck maintain the normal uh, position. I recommend a firmer mattress. If you don't like the feel of that firmness, you can get a pillow top on the mattress, which kind of takes a little bit of the edge off of that. There's numerous varieties of mattresses out there, but they need to support your spine properly in proper alignment, which is in good posture. We also talked about uh, proper rest in principle number three, getting proper rest. We talked a great deal about mattresses and what you should be looking for. There's a new term out there, tech neck, which is caused by everyone's excessive use of smartphones and iPads. Essentially, the head is bent over forward and you're constantly looking down. Uh, you may not realize it, but you have this 10 to 12 pound bowling ball sitting on the top of your neck. That's your, that's your head. So when you're constantly looking down, the weight of your head is pulling on your neck and upper back. This puts constant pressure on the upper back and neck area. And like anywhere else in your body, that constant pressure can cause permanent changes. Did you hear that? Permanent changes. Now, just like that chronic poor posture anywhere else can cause permanent changes if you do it year in and year out. Tech neck can cause pinched nerves in the neck area and upper back, chronic tension headaches, tension in the upper back and neck, uh, increased wear and tear on that region, also contributing to that degenerative joint disease of the neck and upper back. Well, that's just a few of the issues uh, associated with poor posture. Who knew, huh? Unfortunately, I see the consequences of poor posture every day in my chiropractic practice. So what can we do to prevent poor posture and the end result of that? It's best to catch uh, poor posture as early as possible. 
uh, but that's not always the chance. A lot of times I'll see middle-aged folks that have had a lifetime of poor posture. Uh, so we can do some things to help uh, uh, improve that a little bit. Worst case scenario, we prevent further worsening of their overall posture. But the earlier you catch uh, poor posture issues, the better. So uh, young people, uh, it's real important to start out there. But there's a, I have a threefold approach to this whole issue. Uh, number one, stretching. Number two, strengthening. And number three, uh, becoming more aware of your posture. Well, the good news, if you're doing the first two, stretching and strengthening, the third aspect of this typically happens automatically. So if you're struggling with poor posture, you've tried uh, my little experiment about putting your back up against the wall to see kind of where you are in your posture, you probably noticed uh, that you could achieve better posture, but it felt uncomfortable. So if you found out, gee, I, I don't have the greatest posture, but you realize when you had your back up against the wall, I, I can get my shoulders back and I can get my head to touch the wall, but it just feels uncomfortable. It doesn't, it feels awkward. It feels kind of weird. And that's typically the case, but it's usually due to a shortening of muscle groups that are in the front of your body or in the chest. Uh, so we need to make improvements in our posture. And those improvements need to feel natural. We first have to stretch out those muscle groups in the chest. There's several ways to do that. Again, it's, it's very difficult in an audio presentation, but I'm going to try to explain both of these ways and how you can accomplish this, but there are many others as well. These aren't the only ones. The first you can do in a doorway. As you're kind of walking through a doorway, put your hands out to each side with your elbows bent, kind of like if you were doing a push-up on the ground. Your hands should be hitting the door jam on each side. Now, act like you're going to kind of move forward and you push forward the center of your chest. At the same time, your shoulders will go back and concentrate on bringing your shoulder blades together, you know, towards your spine in the back. Now, hold that position for 15 to 20 seconds. Uh, immediately afterwards, do some shoulder shrugs, shrugs and roll your shoulders backwards through that process. This will be considered one repetition. And you want to do two to three reps of this, a minimum of three times a day. You want to stick with it very consistently for at least 30 days. If you have access to, or maybe you have one of those inflatable exercise balls, uh, this is an excellent way to work on your posture as well. And you can go online and find a whole bunch of postural stretches utilizing uh, the ball and without the ball. But if you have a ball, you can lay on your back. The ball should be right about where your shoulder blades are and the back of your head should be able to rest against the ball as well. Just as I explained the door jam, you do exactly the same thing except your arms are straight out to your side and let them hang and move down towards the floor. Again, we push the shoulder blades together as if you're trying to push your chest out. Gradually move your arms up over your head then back to the starting position where they were out to your side. Um, these postural stretches you need to do multiple times a day, preferably three or more. So if you have the exercise ball at home, you may not have it at work or school or wherever you might be doing this. So you have to do a combination of the door stretching and the ball stretching when you're at home. Now, the other aspect of this is to strengthen up some of the core muscles, namely the abdominal muscles are probably the best ones uh, to, to work on, and that's the abdominal crunches are easy to do, and you can do them at home. And I said there were three things that you need to do, stretching, strengthening, and becoming 
more aware of your posture. If you've had poor posture most of your lifetime or for a number of years, that is plugged into your brain as your normal. And there's no warning signals going off that you're in a bad position. But as you're doing these postural stretches, your brain will sense this new and improved posture as your new normal. And as soon as you start to slouch, you become much more aware of your posture and you'll immediately correct your posture. I do this throughout the course of my day. My brain all of a sudden says, ho, 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 you're, you're slouching. And I straighten back up my posture. So the new better position, the new better posture becomes your new normal. We're creatures of habit. So this will take a little bit of time, but I said 30 days consistently and you'll start to break that old habit and the new better posture will become your new habit. You'll be amazed at how quickly this takes place. But make sure you're utilizing uh, the proper posture at work, at play, and especially while you're exercising. If you participate in sports, your body will perform at its best when you have good posture. So actually, good posture can improve your overall athletic ability. Uh, if you're a runner, a weightlifter, tennis player, golfer, whatever it is, uh, you will play better with good posture. Believe me, try it. This is absolutely true. Proper posture, believe it or not, plays a significant role in our overall well-being in terms of our overall health. It can affect almost every organ of the body, every joint of the body. So maintaining good posture will keep your energy up. Uh, poor posture decreases your ante because your body is actually working harder with poor posture. I've also read several articles of some big companies that part of their hiring criteria for new prospects is how they carry themselves. And poor posture is part of that. So they look at their overall body mechanics and how they stand and how they sit. Some other studies have indicated that you actually feel better about yourself when you have good posture. So just a couple added pluses to maintaining good posture. There's a lot of negatives from poor posture, a lot of positives from good posture. I don't know about you, but I'm certainly going to continue to work on my posture. Well, next week I'm going to be talking about some inflammatory foods. Inflammation causes a lot of health issues for us, and many of the foods that we normally eat can cause increased inflammation in our body. So next week we're gonna cover inflammatory foods that you need to stay away from and other foods that we need to incorporate more of in our diet. Well, thanks for tuning in to Coffee on the Dock. Uh, one of my goals is to help as many people as I possibly can. So please tell your friends about this podcast and be sure to subscribe, hit that subscribe button. Uh, and if you don't mind, leave us a review. If there's some topics that you'd like me to cover or some other comments that you want to make personally to me, I can be reached at my personal email at G-S-S-P-I-N-E, that stands for G-S-Spine, at gmail.com. Well, until next week, we'll see you then.